five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday, Rosh Chodesh Kislev. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Oh, 
Take a bow, guys. This is what it. Take a bow. Take a bow. Come on, Kevin. You're done. Take a bow. Here's the official Tizmoret.
Rich AM in the AM. Good morning, all. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to a Tuesday Rosh Chodesh morning. Today is Rosh Chodesh. All the uh, traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh. I didn't realize there's a slight chance of rain today. Nobody tells me anything. <laughs> um, there is. What do we have here in New York City? Let's go through this. I usually do the music before the weather. What is that? Oh, there it is. I'm wondering where the music's coming from. Sometimes it's hard to discover where that music's coming from. <laughs> we finally got it. All right, we'll do this in order. Uh, welcome to a Tuesday. It is Rosh Chodesh morning on this November the 17th, day number one in the month of Kislev, the year 5781. Tough Today is Rosh Chodesh, all the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh, including uh, Yalav Yavo, um, Yalav Yavo, Half Hallel, Special Torah Reading, Musaf Barchinavshi, and whatever your custom calls for for a Rosh Chodesh morning. We got a reminder that it was Rosh Chodesh from our friends uh, at Jewish Calendar, what's it called? <laughs> now I'm all confused. What is the name of the Twitter feed that we that we love so much? The name of it, I know it's at Tidbits Jewish. I know it's at Tidbits Jewish. I think officially it's Jewish Calendar Tidbits, right? Yeah, officially it's Jewish Calendar Tidbits. But it's at the Tidbits Jewish uh, on Twitter. Oh, they have uh, they have a bunch of likes there on the uh, Jewish Calendar Tidbits. Anyway, uh, they they at Jewish Calendar Tidbits reminded me that uh, we have all these traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh. Chanukah is now, let's, let's, let's do this the right way. Now that it's the first, and Chanukah's on the 25th of Kislev, um, Chanukah starts on Thursday night, the 10th, of December. Thursday night, the 10th of December is Hanukkah. So we're talking about three weeks from this Thursday. One. One week from Thursday is Thanksgiving. Two, three. Yeah, three weeks from this Thursday uh, at night starts the holiday of Hanukkah. That's pretty cool, huh? Yep. I would say so. So we're officially in Kislev and, uh, you know, it's a good time of year. May not be easy to believe that it's a good time of year when we're still in the whole COVID situation, but uh, it's a fun time, Hanukkah, and hopefully it'll be as fun as possible under the current circumstances. Uh, on this Tuesday, 44 degrees, 53% humidity. Winds are um, west at 6 miles per hour. Cloudy with a uh, slight chance of rain and a high temperature of 48 today here in New York. Clear tonight, low 33, and tomorrow sunshine with a high. Of 43 degrees, boy. Then we go back up. After this uh, dip in temperature, we go back up to the point that Shabbos, they're talking about 62 degrees. All right, we'll take that. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, we'll take that. Um, talking about 62 degrees on Shabbos. Anyway, uh, sunny for tomorrow, a high of 43. Uh, Yerushalayim right now at 66. We're at 44 in New York as we say good morning. At JM and the AM, enough about the weather. Let's get to the music at a quarter before 7 o'clock. You heard Yehuda 
with Tzor Yisrael. Ein Od Milvado, done by Yaakov Shweki. Yehuda Green had a Hashivenu. Didda Bey, Avremo, Avram Fried, Simcha Liners, Espanecha, Pischuli, Schlockrock, and uh, before that, Miami. Aleinu, that was Michal Przanski, and of course, Regesh opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday. It's Rosh Chodesh morning, everybody, here at JM in the AM. No better place to be, that's for sure. And I thank you for tuning in and being part of this uh, amazing radio experience. Later on today, the uh, sports rabbi, Josh Halleckman, is going to join us. He has the inside word on something very significant that might happen out of Israel tomorrow at the NBA draft. We will speak with him about that and more coming up at about a quarter, well, just about an hour from now, about a quarter to eight this morning right here at JM in the AM. Brand new R.E.A. Kunstler at JM in the AM. You've waited all this while Still without a child Yeah, your faith in me remains strong You've really done your best Passed every test Never questioning anything at all So this I promise you If you promise to stay true your children will be like the stars in the sky This vast universe before your very eyes Endless in number and endless in size You couldn't count him if you tried I promise you tonight Oh One more thing to be done, so listen, please. Take the one you love and sacrifice him up above as an offering to me. So this I promise you, if you promise to stay true, your children will be like the stars in the sky, this vast universe before your very eyes, endless in number and endless in size, couldn't count him if you tried, you couldn't count him if you tried. Loyal to me Your name will carry on Your nation will grow strong A promise kept throughout history So this I promise you If you promise to stay true Your are 
try You couldn't count on me if you try Couldn't count on me if you try I promise you
J.M. in the A.M., Moshe Daudi, the uh, songwriter, singer, and uh, broadcast engineer extraordinaire out of Israel with uh, Lachshok Elecha here at J.M. in the A.M. 
Uh, Eitan Katz had Uf Duye. You heard the promise done by Aryeh Kunstler. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web, and NahumSingle.com, and the NahumSingle Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Galei Tzal in the background on this Rosh Chodesh morning. We'll get to our uh, news from Israel coming up. And then plenty more. Josh Halakman, the sports rabbi, is going to join us from Israel later on. Yeah, there's actually some sports to report about. <laughs> Hard to believe, huh? Uh, tomorrow night, the NBA draft could have an Israeli flavor. It's possible. And I don't mean that they're going to be serving falafel at the ESPN studios. I'm talking about some real basketball Israeli flavor. Galitzal in the background, Galitzal Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday Rosh Chodesh morning follows next. We say Boker Tov and Chodesh Tov from JM in the AM. חקירת הפיצוץ ממפעל באזור התעשייה באשדוד. לפני שעה קלה הוקב אחד מבעלי המפעל החקירה בחשד לעבירות רשלנות וחוקי הבדיחות. כתבנו רמי שני מוסר שבפיצוץ נהרגו שני פועלים, אחד פלסטיני והשני אזרח טורקיה. עשרות סוחרים בשוק הקרמל בתל אביב הפגינו בצהריים נגד ההחלטה להשאיר את השוק סגור על אף פתיחת מרכזי הקניות הפתוחים, חלקם פתחו את הדוכנים כאות מחאה. רינה סאסי, בעלת דוכן בשוק, שוחחה עם יעל דן בגלי צה"ל. כל חנות שהיא למעשה גם לא נחשבת כחנות בדיוק, הופכת להיות חנות, ונכנסים פנימה ארבעה-חמישה אנשים, ואז יש לחץ ודחיפות יותר, וזה מקור להידבקויות. ואנחנו, הדוכנים, מה שהם מבקשים ממנו אנחנו עושים. אז זה לא ייתכן שבחלק מהשווקים כן פתוח, בחלק השני לא פתוח. צה"ל חשף זירת מטענים סמוך לגדר הגבול עם סוריה בדרום הגולן. מדווח כתבנו לענייני צבא וביטחון צחי דבוש. זירת המטענים הותרה בדרום רמת הגולן בשטח ישראל. כוחות של הנדסה קרבית נטרלו את מטעני הנפץ שנחשפו. סמוך למרחב בו סיכל כוח צה"ל ניסיון הנחת מטענים לפני שלושה חודשים. מדובר במטענים שהיו אמורים לשמש לפיגועים נגד כוחות צה"ל. דובר צה"ל מסר כי הוא רואה במשטר הסורי אחראי לכל פעולה הנעשית משטחו. הסכמה בין הליכוד לכחול לבן על החוק שיאפשר לחולי ומבודדי קורונה להצביע בבחירות, פרסם כתבנו בכנסת יניר קוזין. על פי הצעת החוק המקורית שנדחתה, חולי ומבודדי קורונה היו יכולים להצביע בקלפי ניידת שהייתה מגיעה לפתח ביתם. אך בעקבות התנגדות של חבר הכנסת שלמה קרעי מהליכוד שטען כי הצבעה מרחוק פותחת פתח לזיופים, הושגה הסכמה כי תבוטל האפשרות לקלפי ניידת, ובמקומה יוסעו המבודדים והחולים בקורונה ברכב מיוחד לקלפי נייחת ייעודית. ההצעה תובא לאישור ועדת הפנים בשעה הקרובה. חוק האיים הירוקים. מנכ"ל משרד התיירות אמיר הלוי מספר לאמיר איבגי ביומן הצהריים אנחנו מאמינים שכבר השבוע ייפתחו כשליש מהמלונות באילת. זה תהליך, שליש בערך בשלב הראשון, עוד שליש מהלך שבוע הבא. יש פה עוד הרבה סוגיות שצריך להתמודד איתן. חוזרים לימי שבועות עד ערב ראש השנה, שהמלונות עבדו במתכונת של תו סגול מוקפד, ורק הולכים באמת לשכלל את זה. אני חושב שזו בשורה, כי אנשים יוכלו כבר לצאת לחופש. משלחת חברי כנסת מהליכוד הגיעה לתמוך במאחז הבלתי חוקי שהוקם הבוקר על יישוב שפונה בתוכנית ההינתקות. 
הביא את הפרטים, כתבנו ביהודה ושומרון, שחר גליק. המשלחת שכללה את חברי הכנסת מיקי זוהר, קטי שטרית ואחרים, סיירה ללא אבטחה בחורבות היישוב סנור שפונה מצפון השומרון. חברי הכנסת הצטרפו לגרעין שייסד את המאחז הבוקר, וקראו לממשלה לשוב ולהתיישב במקום באופן חוקי. את המשלחת ליווה ראש מועצת שומרון יוסי דגן. מזג האוויר, עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. This morning, done by Mayor Sherman, that great selection. Wishing everybody an amazing Rosh Chodesh. Don't forget, today is Rosh Chodesh, which means the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh, including 
Yalavievo, half Hallel, special Rosh Chodesh Torah reading, Musaf Baruch Keep that all in mind as we uh, as we continue on this Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM. Yeah. Checking out some of the comments on our app. Don't forget, you can go to the uh, NSN app. Uh, go to the NSN app, uh, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. So during bonus JM, which I don't think officially took place today, right? No. <laughs> I should really inform of Rummy that there was... Uh, <laughs> that there was no bonus JM today. You think he'll be surprised that I'm texting him this literally in the middle of a... Uh, of a break. Um, anyway, so during uh, what would have been bonus JM, Trucker Yitz says, Hey world, Chodesh Tov, 20 mo- 24 more shopping days for Hanukkah. Today's the first of Kislev. Hanukkah is the 25th of Kislev. The truth is, it's really 20, it's not really 24 more, it's 23 more after today because Hanukkah begins Thursday night, the 25th. So the 24th day would be that Thursday, it'll be the final day. So, yeah, after today, it's 23 more days. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I guess he's including today in his count. Um, I want to be at the Kotel, he writes, the place where I can uh, physically uh, be at the place where the menorah was lit. Hashem, give me this amazing present. Oh, boy. Yeah. Chodesh Tov to all. Thank you, Trucker Yitz. Yeah, we all hope that we can be in Israel by Hanukkah. Believe you me. Uh, good morning, Nachum. Can you play Joey Nuka Mika Amcha Yisrael? I don't know if we have that. Avrami's checking into it to see if we have the uh, Mikam Chayistral selection. Listener Silky says, Good morning, Nachum. Good Chodesh. Can you please wish a Mazel Tov to Esti and Yehuda Yitzchak Pitterman on the birth of a beautiful baby girl? Mazel Tov to the grandparents. Aaron and Dvora Berger of Passaic. Honey and Silky Pitterman of Flatbush. Mazel Tov to great-grandma Claire Grunwald. Thanks. Amir Tashem Simchus for all Klai Yisrael. Well, now I have a reason to call Claire today. And I wish her a mazel tov. That is wonderful, wonderful news. Wow. So to the Pittermans, a granddaughter, to Claire, a great-granddaughter, which is pretty amazing. Wow, Baruch Hashem. Tuesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM on this Rosh Chodesh morning as we continue at JM in the AM. He never was a big Ya 
JM in the AM. What do you think, huh? Time for Hanukkah? It's Rosh Chodesh Kislev. Why wouldn't it be time for Hanukkah? Uh, that's your Achmiel Begun in the Miami Boys Choir, of course, from their Hanukkah Light Up the Nights. Uh, Dove Hendler had Yehia Chodesh Azeh. You heard Mayor Sherman and Yehia Chodesh Azeh. Here at JM in the AM. What was the other one? There was another one in there we snuck in. What was that? Um. Oh, Levy Folkowitz. Levy Folkowitz was in there with a uh, shortened version of uh, Yehia Chodesh Azeh as well. As we wish everybody a happy Rosh Chodesh Kislev. Keep our community calendar in mind. If you have an event uh, for our community calendar, you can simply email it uh, to Avrami, af at nachomsegel.com. Again, that's af at nachomsegel.com. Uh, just send it to Avrami. It'll be up on our community calendar ASAP, uh, nachomsegel.com. Uh, click on community calendar for all the information. Uh, again, that's af at nachomsegel.com. Um... This listener says on our app, Chodesh Tov Nachum, and all at your wonderful network. Thank you. We're hoping to have an amazing month of Kislev here at JM and the Nachum Siegel Network, and I thank you for that. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abels and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more, old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more, and modern better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus... Many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. Enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio. And try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. More coming up at JM in the AM at 24 minutes after the hour as we say good morning on this Tuesday Rosh Chodesh. And um, this is the... uh, this is one of the brand new Avram Freed selections that is out there. This one is called Shvure Lave, and you are listening to JM in the AM. Just tell me, 
לחבק אותי ויבטיח שאני לא אכנע J.M. in the A.M. Avram or Avram Freed with that selection. Shvuri Lev is the name of it. Rosh Chodesh morning at J.M. in the A.M. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Good morning. There are men chestavar in 48 ways in which we acquire Torah. One of those is that a person is able to be mekabel yisurin, that chas v'shalom, if there are afflictions that come into the world, a person can accept it with love. The Abba Shalom says, it's not being mahar, achar midos Baruch Hu, not doubting the midos of Hashem. The Medrash and Tilim tells us, shivdecho mishantecho, hemo yinachamuni, the rod and the staff, they comfort me. The rod refers to Yisurim, pain and affliction. Mishantecho are the Torah, the mitzvahs that we have in life. The Talmud tells us that suffering purges a man's sins. When a person has any Yisurim, even the lightest Yisurim, it is able to be mechaper, it atones for our sins. Reb Chaim Balozhener said that a smart person will not wait for Hashem to send suffering. 
he'll accept upon himself the discomfort of Torah learning, the lack of pleasures, the constant effort, and then the yigiya, the toil, will replace other forms of suffering and take care of all of his sins. There was a poor person that used to come to the great Reb Tzvi Pesach Frank, and he would tell him about all his problems over and over again. One day, one of the members of the household saw this man coming and said, here comes the nudge, he's going to take away an hour of the Rav's time. When Rav Frank heard this, he went over to the person and he said to him, if this man was carrying a package with a million dollars, would you make fun of him or would you welcome him into the house? There wasn't an answer. The truth is, said Rav Frank, this man has a treasure of much greater value. He has a peckle of tsaros, a bundle of different things that bother him. According to Chazal, this completely wipes out all of his sins and gives the person olam the next world. Millions of dollars cannot buy this, so why do you make fun of him? The great Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochoi once said, Shloish matanos, nosan HaKadosh Yisrael. There are three wonderful presents that Hashem gave to Klal Yisrael. And all of them were only given with Yisurim, with affliction. Eluhain, these are those. Torah, Eretz Yisrael, and Olam Abba. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Starting to think about what's gonna be Who knows, who cares, who dares to share a bit of what you feel inside Open up a little trust cause we're all family
So I'm wishing you all a good Gebenstior. Our homes and our hearts in Yerushalayim are waiting for all of you to come and join us. Really, really come and join us. I'm not just saying it to sound cute. Please join us. Please get up and dance. Please give us all the koach you have. And please let us greet Mashiach Tzitainu. Immediately, immediately, immediately. Thank you so much for coming, Shepard.
drums, everybody. J.M. in the A.M. Pretty amazing, huh? 
That is the uh, amazing Shlomo Katz with Nigun Neshama here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, hold on, our friends in Waterbury with that one. 16 minutes before the hour on a Rosh Chodesh morning here at JM in the AM. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, Josh Halleckman is going to join us. The sports rabbi has a uh, has some information about how Israel could affect, yeah, Israel basketball could affect the uh, NBA draft happening tomorrow. Could you imagine? He'll have all that for us coming up and more if you keep it here at JM in the AM. Rosh Chodesh morning with Mordechai Shapiro. Chayim tovim, yamim yafim, parnus izgit, afilu chufsha lefamim. Yeladim hivim lanu nachad larov, kulam brim yesh machot. Brand new one from Mordechai Shapiro. Well, many of you uh, might be aware of the fact that the NBA draft is tomorrow. I know it's hard to believe 
since the NBA season just ended. <laughs> and in the NBA draft, there could be some Israeli flavor. And I'm not talking about falafel being served at the ESPN studios. I'm talking about the basketball that's going to be examined and discussed uh, tomorrow night. The actual playing of basketball is going to be discussed. Could have a really serious Israeli flavor. I mean, you might see an Israeli player be drafted in the top 10 of the NBA draft, which would be unbelievable. Josh Halleckman in Israel is, of course, a sports rabbi. Keeps us up to date on everything, uh, whether it's the Olympics or baseball or basketball or soccer or uh, or anything. He's on top of Israeli sports, to say the least. Sports rabbi, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. What's going on now from Chodesh Tov? Chodesh Tov to you. Hope that uh, things are... Uh, <laughs> Things are getting a little better in Israel, just like I'm hoping things are getting a little better here in terms of the current situation everybody's in. What's the, what's the status, by the way, of Israeli sports? Here, as you know, the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball essentially went through their seasons or are going through their seasons with basically no fans. I know there's some exceptions or some arenas, I, I should say some stadiums that are allowing fans, depending on what state they're in. How would you describe what Israeli sports are like now in November of 2020? So Israeli sports are being uh, basically played behind closed doors, as they call it. No fans are allowed into the arenas or the stadiums, both for soccer, basketball, handball, any of the other sports. If you are in the media, as long as you register and you're from a uh, you know, proper, legitimate uh, news outlet, you can get into the games uh, if you register about 24 hours ahead of time. And uh, thankfully, that's what the sports rabbi's been doing. So almost every night, I've been to another game. So uh, luckily, I've been able to go to games and uh, been able to cover things live. It, it is a little bit weird without fans, but already I've kind of been used to it because we've been doing this since June already. So, uh, so how yeah, you're there to see the players? So how often do you have to be tested? You find yourself being tested? How often? Or testing is not a requirement at all? Not a requirement at all. As long as you have your mask on, your social distance, uh, you know, there's you have to leave at least three seats between everybody in the media section. You have very little access to the players, if any. Um, you know, that's you're there at the games. Afterwards, there's sometimes virtual press conferences, or you have to have a a long rod or a stick to be able to put your microphone right. on, and you've got to be at least two meters away. So, what, what's, in, yeah, but it's what, all right. what's in season now? Are we in soccer season, basketball season? What's in season right now? Basketball and soccer. So you even so even the outdoor soccer stadiums will not allow any number of fans in? No one in. No one allowed in. And are you and are you and are you restricted to the press box or can you sit wherever you want in the stadium? No, you've got to be in the press box, press area. Can't go around, can't move around, you've got to be in a certain area. Wow. You know, your temperature's checked temperature's checked and you come in, go through the doors, you have to sign off on a waiver. That you have that you're not you haven't been in quarantine recently you haven't been exposed to anybody. Wow. What's what's yeah, not, yeah. what's ninety eight point six in centigrade? It's a good question. Like what's what, what's <laughs> not what's, sure. what's, what's, no, what's normal temperature? What's a normal number you want? 30, you want to be around thirty six and a half, thirty seven. If you're at thirty seven and a half, thirty eight already, you're in trouble. Got it. So that's a little bit of of fever at that point. 
Josh Halleckman's the sports rabbi. Now, if my history is correct, and believe me, it's just me and Wikipedia alone on this one. Uh, so Lior Eliyahu became the first Israeli to be drafted when he was taken 18th, ironically enough, right? 18th high in the 20, uh, what was it, 2006 NBA draft? Oh, no, I'm wrong. So I'm, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. No, I'm no, wrong. Doron Schaffer was the first player picked second round after he played with the uh, University of Connecticut. He was in the second round, never played in the NBA. Uh, after that, of course, you know, Omri Casty was the first you know, NBA Israeli player. Uh, Leor Eliyahu, Yotam Halpern were also drafted in the second round and never played right. in the NBA. Yeah, I said, I said 18th. In Leor Eliyahu's case, it was the 44th pick by the Orlando Magic. So till this point, Omri's the only one to be chosen in the first round of the NBA? The only Israeli chosen in the first round. Uh, Gal Mekel had played, played in the NBA for a cup of coffee. And T.J. Leaf, uh, who was born in Israel, uh, his father Bradley played in Israel for many years, played for the Pacers. He uh, is an Israeli as well, but, uh, you know, not Jewish in that aspect. How, how's Omri doing? Do you see him? Does he actually play in Israel now? What's the story with him? I see him all the time. He is injured. Uh, he's been coming back, working on a knee situation he's had since last November. He is supposedly very close. He's in uh, practices now with the contacts. So they're expecting him to come back first week of December. That's what the uh, the word is on the street here. Wow, interesting. Uh, all right, so now let's get to today's action, and that means uh, the NBA, well, or more accurately, tomorrow's action. The NBA draft is tomorrow, and you've written about and others have written about a 19-year-old Israeli potential NBA star, someone who, according to most of the mock drafts, could go in the top five tomorrow night during the draft. What could, First of all, pronounce his name for us, and then what can you tell us about him? His name is pronounced Denny Avdia. 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 That is how you pronounce it. He is 19 year old. He is an amazing player, an amazing person, even a bigger individual. He is uh, a, so more, much more mature than his 19 years of age. He uh, went through the Maccabi Tel Aviv youth system for the last number of years. He played his first professional game back, I believe, in 2017. So he was only about a 16-year-old at the time. Uh, he's been worked up over the last few years. Last year, he finally started featuring in the EuroLeague. He won the Israeli League MVP last year the most valuable player. He is a legitimate star. Uh, this guy is going to go in the top 10 without a question. Rumors have it that the Golden State Warriors may select him at even two. Uh, he's been mock draft to the Bulls, mock draft to the Cavaliers, the Hawks, all over the top 10. Yeah. So we're going to have to see how he how that ends up. I, I saw him mock draft to Chicago, and that would be something if a guy from Israel ended up in Chicago. Actually, that would be pretty cool, frankly. Um, you have any idea where he's from? You know what his background is? You you, you know us. We're cu- we're curious about his uh, uh, about his pride in, uh, in in our people and in our religion and things like that. Do you know anything about his background? I, I did I did read that both his parents played basketball. Did they mean professionally when they said that? Yeah. So his father is originally from Serbia. Um, he is a he's not Jewish. He's a Muslim. Uh, met his uh, 
future wife here in Israel, Sharon, who also played basketball. He came to Israel Zufer to play uh, back in the early 90s. Ends up getting married to uh, Sharon Artsy. Uh, she was also a player. She's also an, uh, an athlete in herself, her own right. And uh, Danny is their only child. Super has a couple of other children from her first marriage. Uh, but as they say, you know, according to Orthodox uh, side, he is 100% uh, kasher lemehadrin, uh, kosher lemehadrin, count in a million. So, uh, that's pretty unbelievable. Danny's, Danny's an, yeah, he's an, listen, he's an amazing kid. He is mature beyond his age. He's been brought up so well by his parents. He is literally a mensch. Um, you know, he always speaks to myself, the media members, with the ultimate respect. I got to see him last week, and I got a chance to speak to him for a few minutes. Uh, I've been covering him since he was uh, 15 years old. He's just uh, just a wonderful person, and he's going to be a star. Six foot nine, forward. Has a, you know, people have criticized the shot, but the shot's pretty good. Good free throws. Mechanics are always always changing because he continues to grow. He's still growing at the age of 19. He's put on a lot of bulk during the coronavirus pandemic, worked out a lot in that aspect. And uh, he is going to be a surefire leader. He's a leader. He's a winner. He loves to win. Uh, and he's, uh, he's going to be a star. He is, he's going to be a rock star. Whoever takes him, he will be the leader of the team. He speaks English fluently. How did, um, how did that? a lot of fun to be around Malcolm. How did that happen that he speaks English fluently? Uh, just, uh, just an intelligent kid. Do you, just do, an intelligent kid. Do you know what city he's, he's from very, in Israel? Very smart. You know what city he's so from? He's from a small small a small kibbutz called Beit Zera. Uh, and then he moved to the America as the center of the country, and he's been growing up in Herzliya since then. Does uh, he have any Jewish pride or you don't know? Excuse me? Does he have any Jewish pride or you don't know? Oh, massive Jewish pride. Really? <laughs> Denny Avnia? Uh, gigantic. He... he he is, uh, you know, 100%, uh, you know, totally part of Israeli society, Jewish culture, uh, uh at various arenas last year when the teams were playing. Uh, he is a member of the IDF. He was drafted into the IDF on April 1st. Um, and he'll continue his service, obviously, in the United States as an exceptional athlete. He, uh, I had a conversation with him last year. I was sitting with him. Malcolm, you'll love this story. I was sitting with him at a uh, pre-game press conference, and we were just sitting, just me. And also, there's another Israeli player you should know, Yam Madar, who's going to be in the draft as well. Could what? be selected. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's two players. So, anyway, Denny looks at me and says, Josh, I have a question for you. You know, I haven't put on Tillin since my bar mitzvah. He says, do you put on tefillin every day? You, you know, you, you go to synagogue, you pray in a minion every day? I said, yeah, yeah, I do that. He says, yeah, I've been thinking about uh, starting to do that as well. I'll tell you. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm still thinking about the prior point, frankly. Wait till his teammates, wherever he does end up, find out that he's a member of the IDF. I hope he doesn't, <laughs> I, I hope he doesn't suffer the same fate as college students in this country uh, when they reveal to their campus colleagues that they're members of the IDF. And I hope he doesn't, <laughs> yeah. I, I hope he doesn't go through the same silent treatment from, you know, from his teammates uh, that, that young people who come to this country, uh, you know, suffer at the hands of friends who you, or, or former friends and neighbors 
and professors and others who find out that they're members of the IDF. You, you, yeah, you've, well, t- you've tossed a very interesting element into this whole story, which I never even considered. It's not just that it's, he, it's, it's, actually, it's, it's not just that he might be a fill-in wearing, daily fill-in wearing NBA player. Okay, I think most people, even in the even in the politically torn NBA or the politically absurd NBA, uh, c- might be able to tolerate. But I don't know if you've been following the NBA closely over the last few months. It has turned. Oh yeah. It has turned into a, um, a into a, uh, a a very politically charged atmosphere where they feel the responsibility to take the lead on certain issues, even if the rest of the country might think they're crazy for doing so. Uh, and it would be very interesting to see this young man, just inducted half a year ago into the Israeli army, come to play with NBA players in this country. This will be very yeah. interesting, Josh. Well, I can tell you right now, Malcolm, last night people found a tweet of mine from April 1st when he was inducted. And I wrote over here, Maccabi Tel Aviv, and I encourage everybody to go to my Twitter back April 1st because people have to be answered. Maccabi Tel Aviv, Denny Avdia joined the Israel Defense Forces and of the NBA draft lottery. Avdia will complete his service in the USA as an exceptional athlete. He said... I'm happy and proud to join the IDF. I will do whatever is asked to be in this role, just as I do on the court. Now, somebody obviously found this tweet last night, and uh, let's just say the uh, BDF people have been having a good time with this over the last uh, 24 hours. Oh, so. I-, I could see so, an- I could see certain <laughs> NBA stars making an issue of this before tomorrow night. I could literally see some I- NBA stars telling their general managers. Don't you dare draft this guy. I'm not playing in the same team with a member of the IDF. Uh, it could be. We had this discussion actually last night. It was at a game in Tel Aviv between the Paul Jerusalem and the Paul Tel Aviv. We had this exact conversation during halftime of the game, myself and a few of the media members, because we started to see what this tweet that I had sent out in April had started to cause. And uh, there was definitely concern amongst the media members that has not been brought brought up in the mainstream media here at all. Um, But uh, I can tell you this. Denny is surrounded by a great group of people. His agent, Matan Simantov, is a good friend. He went to college in the United States. He was just in the United States with Denny for a number of months. Uh, He trained in Atlanta at the Skill Factory. And I can tell you that he has a very, very good group of people surrounding him. And um, we're going to have to see what, what happens. But I, I'm certain that things will work out for the good. I, I just know I know the type of person he is. I know the type of people that are with him, the type of people he's been exposed to. Uh, and he's been very quiet as to which teams have, he's interviewed for and worked out. That is not leaked out at all to the media. Other than Golden State, that was leaked out, and Cleveland Cavaliers, the other teams, which could be up to eight, have not been leaked out. Nobody knows who the other eight teams are, whereas most draft prospects have said where they've interviewed, where they've trained, uh, who had seen them. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see what's going to happen. But, yeah, nothing that uh, could be a concern. Uh, a good point to bring up, and it's something that we've been talking about here. Yeah, because I, th- I know who these NBA players are. I, we, we know what they're – what they're really about deep down, and uh, and this could be a problem. And I, and like I say, I, I've I've seen this up close and personal, uh, specifically from students who come from Israel 
and and come to visit college campuses. Nicest kids, men and women, nicest kids in the world who forge tremendous friendships because, you know, <laughs> nice people are able to forge great friendships with other nice people. And then those same people, their colleagues uh, on the campus, not just professors, but I'm talking about students, find out that they're officially, you know, members of the Israeli uh, Defense Forces Reserve or that they were a sergeant or, or, you know, held some type of position and that's it. They'll never be spoken to again. And I wonder, I wonder, yeah. what the, I, and I know that this is really, you know, this is really, you know, thinking far ahead at the moment. But, you know, it's not so crazy. We know the BDS movement and we know exactly how they operate. It's not so crazy to think that every time this team, whatever team he's drafted by, visits any city, that there wouldn't be protests and demonstrations outside. I mean, this can get really, really interesting. It could. uh, But one thing you have to remember, two things, actually. Number one, Brooklyn Nets have a brand-new assistant coach by the name of Amari Stoudemire. He played with Denny Avdia this past season with Maccabi Tel Aviv, and uh, Amari is one of Denny's biggest uh, biggest supporters. And Amari will, you know, his, his word has a lot, of, uh, a lot of sway in the NBA with a lot of the players. That is, so that's something to definitely look out for. You know, he will be with the likes of Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, perhaps even James Harden if he gets traded from Houston to Brooklyn. Uh, Amari's been, you know, walking around the streets of New York with his keep on, sits us out, and his Brooklyn Nets gear on as well. So that is going to be a big factor uh, also. So I, that is, uh, Amari has a lot of sway in the NBA. Very well, important figure. And he was here. Uh, he's lived here for a number of years. So he will have a big point to make if things do move in that direction. Well, and two, yeah. I'll say this. Remember, Nachum, you know all these great cities, and this is what I've been saying about all the Jewish communities are going to come out in droves. It doesn't matter if it's Memphis or Sacramento or Miami or in uh, Los Angeles. You know they're going to come out in droves with the Israeli flags, flying them high as soon as Denny steps on that court, Israelis and Jews alike. You know that it's Am Yisrael high, that anybody that comes to play in the NBA, and Omri Kasti experienced this firsthand as one of the, the great uh, people that held the torch for the Jewish people and for Israel. Denny will do the same exact thing. Well, Omri was lucky. He was here ten years ago. Uh, I don't know if in That's tw- true. I don't know if in twenty twenty <laughs> it'll be the same. And if I was Amari, if I was Amari, I'd be seeking out some really serious advice from people who really know media well. When when his when his colleagues ask him, uh, you know, how he justifies being friendly with someone from the IDF, or how he justifies. Uh, you know, somebody coming here from the idea. I would really, if I was Amari, I'd be really, really prepared. I'd prepare myself well to answer those questions because he will be put on the spot. It's not like it was 10 years ago, and he will be put on the spot. Yeah. By the way, I spoke to someone yesterday about the whole Amari situation. I mean, there are people speculating that he'll literally be wearing a keep on the sidelines. Is that, I mean, is that something you would expect at this point? Uh, it could be. I would think so. I mean, he did it all year in Israel. He's been doing it now. And, you know, the, the situation he's in is a good spot because he's going to be probably coaching the big men. He won't have to go on away trips. Friday night, you know, probably won't be an issue. If he's not at a game, it won't be a problem. Um, you know, he went through a whole uh, conversion process here at the B'nai Brock uh, Bait team. I mean, uh, someone, so I, mean, I mean, someone said to me yesterday that on Fridays, you know, as game time approaches, but as Shabbos approaches, he's literally going to go to Crown Heights and, 
and stay there for Shabbos. I mean, that, that someone. Now I don't know. I, I don't know if this person, you know, is just you know repeat, <laughs> repeating the rumors that everybody else is you know swirling around. But yeah. but but, no, that, that, but based on what you're saying, there really is a likelihood that he's going to take Kipa and Shabbos very seriously. Yeah, I've been able to get pretty close with Mario for the last few years, and we've been able to spend a lot of time together. The fact that he went through this conversion, uh, the minute he shaved off all the dreadlocks. I knew, okay, it's coming very, very close, because that had been one of the prerequisites that I had understood from the Beitin that he would have to do. And that happened uh, right around the whole coronavirus break. He did that. He had the conversion, and everybody thought he was going to come back here and play for Maccabi Tel Aviv. And I said, I'm not so sure about that, because there are, you know, even though we are in the Jewish state, there are practices on Shabbat, and there are things that go on on Shabbat, and there are away games in the EuroLeague on a Friday night. Uh, and I said, there's no way I can see Amari slapping the face of the Batian straight uh, by him doing that. And uh, people were saying, no, no, he'll come back to play because he wants to play. And at the end of the day, uh, I guess I turned out to be right on that because I- I'll tell you one thing I learned about Amari, he is true to his word. He is not, once he takes a step, he's been, and he's been taking these steps and have been seeing it day by day, year by year, since, you know, since his first trip here. We got to interview him back in 2010 when he came to the Holy Land for the first time. And then in 2013 when he was back with the Canadian uh, Canadian uh, Maccabee team, he was an assistant coach. And then again when he came here to play. Uh, got to see him day in and day out. Um, he is quite an amazing person. He's quite an amazing person. Nothing. Have you had him on the show? No, we got to get him on. In fact, uh, one of the reasons we're being pressured to put him on is because he's now a vintner, a vintner as you know. <laughs> so, so we're being encouraged to get him on a uh, as soon as possible, and we'll try to do that. And we'll, I'll ask him directly about how he'll handle the sidelines with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the sports rabbi is Josh Halakman. Tomorrow night, Denny Avdia uh, is likely going to be chosen in the top ten in the NBA draft out of Israel, nineteen years old, and this could be very interesting. Um, uh, knowing his uh, background, knowing all the information now that Josh has given us about him, Denny Avdia, where will he go in tomorrow night's NBA draft? Uh, Josh, how do people follow you? At the Sports Rabbi is the best way. At the Sports Rabbi on Twitter, SportsRabbi.com, Facebook, Instagram. Just make sure if you go to the website, if you want to sign up for my newsletter, I just had five articles come out on that Denny Avdia and Yan Madar, who's the other Israeli that's going to be in the draft. He's rumored to go maybe, maybe at the end of the first round, possibly the second round. So we'll see if that comes to fruition. So check him out as well. Good kid also. Uh, but check that all out. We'll be live. Uh, we're going to have to get a press conference at about 4.30 a.m. on Thursday morning, somewhere in Tel Aviv, uh, covering uh, the live, you know, live Denny Abdiad. We'll find out where he's going to go, and we'll be there. We'll have all the Twitter live from Israel. So if you want to watch Press conference, all the quotes will be at the Sports Rabbi on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, sportsrabbi.com. Uh, hit me up if you have any questions about Denny and uh, Israeli basketball. I'd be happy to, Israeli sports in general, I'd be happy to help you out. So you have a uh, an all nighter tomorrow night. Oh, yes. And, and nothing, it's a long night because we have Maccabi Tel Aviv plays in Madrid at 7 30 Israel time. The Israel national team soccer plays Scotland at 9 45. And then we have draft coverage starting already at 1 o'clock in the morning. So 
We have a we have a whole night affair tomorrow. We're gonna, well, we're excited about it. Well, I hope you go three and zero. I hope it's a really good Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so do I. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Always a pleasure. Thanks a lot, Nathan. Take care. Josh Halleckman is the sports rabbi. Tomorrow night, two NBA players or, or two Israelis, I should say, could become NBA players tomorrow night. We thought it was one. Uh, But now Josh has told us that actually the first round might feature two. But if not the first round, then certainly the other player should go in the second round. Uh, But the one they're talking about all over the place is the top tenner, uh, the one who might uh, end up in the top ten tomorrow night in the NBA draft, Denny Avdia. Denny Avdia, 19 years old, from Israel. This could get very interesting. 12 minutes after 8 o'clock, it's JM in the AM.
Everyone's waiting, wishing, praying for Mashiach. It will only happen when we all get along. Everyone waiting for, wishing, praying for Mashiach. Let's love one another. Everyone in song.
Chodesh morning, JM in the AM. Merake done by Simcha Leiner before that Milach Cohen here at JM in the AM. It's Rosh Chodesh, all the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh. Yala Yavo. Half Hallel, special Torah reading, Musaf Barachinapshi, whatever your custom calls for. I want to thank my friends on Twitter at uh, Tidbits Jewish, at Tidbits Jewish with the Jewish calendar Tidbits. Reminding us about Rosh Chodesh. Much appreciated. Yeah, give them a follow. They deserve it. They're uh, quite an outfit, let me tell you. Well deserved. Um, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Uh, someone asked about Josh uh, Halleckman, the Sports Rabbi's Instagram handle. On Instagram, it's at uh, Sports Rabbi. At Sports Rabbi. Let's make sure that he has no, uh, yeah, at Sports Rabbi, one word, no apostrophe, anything like that, at Sports Rabbi on Instagram. All right, so check that out. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more, and modern, better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, Reduced fat and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website, kosherdogs.net, and try A&H today. Um, well, it is Rosh Chodesh, and on a Rosh Chodesh uh, kiss slave, it's a good time to remind everybody that shopeichlers.com, shopeichlers.com is an amazing website. After all, we are getting closer and closer to Hanukkah, right? Uh, when you go to that website, you'll feel, see a very organized website with so many different offerings and so many different categories. And what might be most important is you'll see a banner that says same-day delivery to most neighborhoods in the New York and New Jersey area if you order before 2 p.m. That is pretty amazing. Check it out. No matter where you are in this country, uh, they can help you at shopeichlers.com. And now that we're pre-Hanukkah, it's a perfect time to get acquainted with the website. Go to shopeichlers.com and Enjoy Rosh Chodesh morning on a Tuesday here at JM in the AM as we continue. This is a, uh, well, to say classic is an understatement. Classic from Diaspora at JM in the AM.
Brand new from Partners in Torah and Abe Cohen. Song called Shabbos. One of the reasons we keep playing it is because our friends at Partners in Torah have announced this uh, amazing curriculum. A three-week curriculum where partners of any type, uh, spouses, brothers and, uh, and sisters, cousins, business associates, can study all about Shabbos together. They're trying to get as many people as possible to study the curriculum that they've produced about Shabbos. Go to partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat. Partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat. Partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat. All the info is there. Sign up, become part of it. And um, who knows? That could uh, that could spur a whole bunch of people 
into joining the permanent partners in Torah arrangement, which is pretty amazing, frankly, also. Uh, but right now, let's concentrate on the Shabbos initiative, partnersintorah.org slash Shabbat. JM in the AM, good morning. It's Rosh Chodesh. We are just 24 days away from Chanukah, Thursday night, the 10th of December, Chanukah 5781. It'll be a different type of Hanukkah than we're used to. <laughs> oh, wait, that'll be the next thing. Now they're dealing with Thanksgiving. After that, it'll be Hanukkah parties. I could just see it now. Uh, but hopefully everybody in our community worldwide will behave properly and uh, adhere to the rules. So hopefully next Hanukkah could actually be normal. And we could have gatherings with people uh, getting together from all different uh, walks of life into festive uh, both Hanukkah and end-of-year parties. I would, I imagine what the, uh, well, I guess there's some, there's some companies that I guess will come up with creative ideas about how to handle the end of year stuff. That'll be interesting to see how, how that goes and what they do. Um, we'll see what happens. Should be interesting. 44 degrees, cloudy and some, uh, slight chance of rain today with a high of 48 clear and 33 tonight, sunshine and 43 tomorrow, 66 right now in Yerushalayim. We've got uh, 44 here in New York City. Plenty more coming up as we continue at 23 minutes before 9 o'clock at JM in the AM. Come your way, no, no, so don't delay. When I mix one. 
Jimmy Engel with Mivan Siach, Achim Benefesh, done by Avraim, Avram Fried, Baruch Levine had Margishin. You heard Ayyeh Kunstler in there with Mo Da'ani and the Michal Przensky had Mitzvah Haba. Rosh Chodesh Kislev, Achim of Yisrael, and Achim Achim, brothers and sisters in Israel. We are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AchimSegal.com and the AchimSegal Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. JM Rewind is coming up next. Make sure to be tuned in all day long. Avrami hosts a live lunch beginning at 11 a.m. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Support our campaign. Keep us going by going to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and consider a monthly donation at fjbunity.org. And we thank you. Have a fabulous Tuesday, Rosh Chodesh. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.